The special guest, we got sophomore, well, technically a junior now, right? Since school's all canceled and all that stuff. Uh, Iowa Bass player Austin Ash. Austin, how you doing today? Good to be here. <laughs> I'm glad you're here, man. We, we, we've been talking and we, we've been wanting a guest and we tried to get Chubbs on like three or four times and then he would use the excuse, you know, oh, I'm cooking ribs or I'm doing this, I'm doing that or why, why do you won't let me on? So it's about time we got someone credible on the podcast. How you doing, man? Doing solid, man. Try to stay busy, uh, golf for a little bit, stay on top of school work. I was going to say, what, what's, give me a day in the life of Austin Ash. What, what are you doing? Um, lately I've been, you know, I sleep in to about 10, 30 or 11, um, get some food. If it's nice out and out your window, I'll try to get some shots up with a nice sport court in the backyard. So that's nice. Um, uh, maybe go for a run once in a while. Um, but then just really relaxing, golfing a little bit, watching Netflix, playing cards with my mom, stuff like that. Nothing too exciting. Carrie doesn't want to play any cards? He really doesn't, you know, he's, he's pretty stuck. What, really what, what's he like during the whole thing? Because Jake and I were talking about it earlier. I, I think he's going crazy. He's got to be. No, he's bored, out of my, he's bored out of his mind. Uh, he'll come with us when I go golfing sometimes riding along in the cart. But he goes for a drive once a day. In the, in the vet or what? Uh, if it's nice out, he won't take it unless it's really nice. Oh, he's probably got the hood down today. Yep. No, he's Gorgeous. taking it for a couple drives. Like he just He goes for about the same drive. Goes to a convenience store, gets a couple snacks. He's he's in a routine. <laughs> he's got to be. If he can't do it now, though, he just retired. What's he going to be doing for the next twenty years or whatever? Maybe he'll get into coaching, but he doesn't know right now. Yeah, he's officially done, so we celebrate that the other night. So yeah, is he worried about his big old party getting uh, snubbed or getting moved yeah, here? Might, it might have to get pushed back, um, but it'll definitely happen for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Up oh. in the backyard here coming up, but things start to die down. We'll see. There you go. No, Kerry. Does Kerry not play golf, Austin? Uh, he used to. He actually played like every day growing up. But yeah. He has to get his hernia hernia surgery. Like Ooh. he can't swing through the hips. Okay. So he's, he's gonna have to get that in retirement because he's yeah, otherwise he's gonna be bored. No, he does, and he's really good at golf too, but he can't yeah. pay for him to play with that thing. I bet. I bet he's got some pretty good one liners though. He'd be a guy I want on the course with me. You know he. <laughs> He's giving me tips, yelling at me, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Colbert, we played yesterday, and I, I played pretty good. Um, I just I just got done playing. It was the worst round of my entire life. Oh, my gosh. Really? I'm going to talk about two different days. I played at Wildcat today. I came out there the other day, and they uh, they said only walking only because it was too wet, so I said screw it. Was it? It was 14 bucks to walk today. Oof. So cheap for a Sunday. We paid what fifty bucks to ride in a cart. Oh, jeez, dude, they. Oh my. They still, yeah, it's an arm and a leg still. You got yeah. Twilight yeah. at some places, like a man, you can get on for thirty bucks. Twilight, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Three thirty, I think, is when that starts. But so we said we wouldn't talk about a lot of basketball, but obviously you're on the Iowa basketball team, so we got a couple of questions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's hear it. I. So my main one is Marcus and I, I think we're both fans of Fran as a coach. I think we both like him at Iowa, but some people think he might be a little hot headed, maybe a little too much into his steez. Um, what can you give like an example to kind of like, I don't want to say like prove them wrong, but like an example of how, you know, how good of a coach he is and how maybe even how good of a person he is. No, for sure. Um, yeah. 
Well, I've known him since I've played AU with Connor exactly. for quite a while, but he does get uh, pretty animated sometimes. And I, mm-hmm. I think it's to get the players going and stuff like that, but he is yeah. a very mellow guy on and off the court. Like, in fact, yeah. I mean, he's very mellow. Really? People on, rarely um, losing his temper and stuff like that. Uh, so people don't, if you don't really know the guy, I understand how people can could see yeah. my head side of him, but no, he is a very mellow guy, um, really down to earth, friend of his house, a very relaxing guy. Um, I really have a head at all. You wouldn't really expect that unless you see yeah. it. <laughs> Got any good, uh, not a friend story, but you have any good practice stories? And if you don't, you don't have to share any. But if you got one, you know, you can just rattle off the top of your head. Go ahead. Or we can save that for later if you want. Because I'm sure we got it. We'll come back to that. All right. We'll come back to it. Um, here, we'll, get, we'll, we'll, we'll do a little uh, quick fire game for you. So I just got, out of all the guys on the team, I got about six, seven, uh, six, seven Spitfire questions. Did you just name off who you think? Resembles that the best. Does that sound good? Yep. All right. Who on the squad has the best shoe game? Let's go with Jordan Bohannon. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty easy one. Uh, most likely to cry during a movie. Crying during a movie. That's a good one. That is a good one. I'll go Jack Nutty. I, you know what? When I when I typed it out, knowing Jack, I'm kind of like he he's a, he's he's a good guy. He's got a big heart, you know. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not surprised by that answer at all. Good question. Uh, who's the best dressed, or who has like the best style? Do you think? Unfortunately, I have to say Luca Garza. Luca. Um, as much as I, I gave him crap, he he always whether he's going to class or going to a 9:30 movie, he's always he's always dressed sharp. Wow. Are you gonna Austin, are you gonna get the earrings too? I am not. <laughs> you don't want the Luca got him and then Nico got him. <laughs> I, it's amazing. You never know. You never know. Uh so who on the team is the biggest uh strongest guy in the weight room? Strongest guy in the weight room. Well, it was a mod Wagner. I was gonna say oh, he, he just signed up. Bear down, baby, let's go. Yeah, that's a good gift for them. That's so awesome. That definitely was a mod. Uh, Tyler Cook was right there when he was here. But now, I mean, probably, probably Jack Nungy for right now. Wow, that's him. He's really going up. How much did he weigh when he came in? Not, he was pretty skinny. Yeah. 225, 230. Mm-hmm. I think he's up to 260, 255 now. So, wow. Exciting year for him. Good, good, good. I know this one. Who wins in a game of horse? Yours true. Yeah, there we go, baby. Mark can give me a run for my money. CJ, too. Uh, Who's the best student on the team? I got to give my man Michael Bear that award right there. Oh, yeah. It's close, though. Uh, Connor's right there with him. And Jack Nunji, all really smart. (laughs) At a wedding, who spends the most time on the dance floor? That might be me. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think who else. Um, so we went to Trevor uh, Smith, who was our manager last year at a wedding in, at Lake Okoboji. So there was about eight or nine of us Ooh. up there. So that was a good time. Um, yeah. 
Michael Bear too, when he, he gets flowing a little bit, he, he got some moves up his sleeve. So not the best answer, but participates quite a bit. Oh, there you go. Um, so I only have one question left for you, and uh, we can cap it off here if you want. So um, you always hear about all these teams that make runs into the tournament and, you know, that are the big names constantly, you know, and they always talk about uh, how this team is special or that team is special. And like we were talking about when we were in Indianapolis, if like what would have happened if, you know, the season yeah. would would have kept on going and this whole Corona thing wouldn't have happened. So, and obviously, I mean, you're you're not stupid. You know what, not expectations are, but you know what people are saying about this team going forward next year. So uh, my question is, what, what to you makes this team so special and what makes you think that they can get over that hump? And I, and, and I don't really have an answer for you, but I can tell you that, you know, there is something going on with this team. And I saw firsthand in Champaign right. down whatever, 12-14 with four whatever left. And and it doesn't look pretty, and it's not sexy as some people would say, but, you know, this team kind of grinded it out all year long. And, you know, they kind of had a chip on their shoulder knowing, you know, we can go into any place and, uh, and, and you know, put up a pretty good game. So what, make, what, what do you think makes this team special? And what can get them over the hump here coming up uh, this next year? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I would say just in camaraderie, um, on and off the floor, I think that's kind of our, an advantage. Everybody gets along. Um, if someone has a problem with something, they're going to speak it up. It's not going to linger on. Uh, we're going to figure it out. Um, we're doing stuff off the court, on the court. Really all just a group of best friends. Um, and just everybody knowing their roles, really. You see these teams who have uh, four- and five-star recruits. I mean, we have a couple big-time recruits, but uh, we know who's going to take the shots down the stretch. We know who's going to – we know our sets. We um, carve people up that way. But everybody just kind of has a sense of what they're going to do at what points of the game, um, moves to rotations and stuff like that. I think that played to a big part of our season this year. Um, even with Jordan going out, everybody just kind of filled into a new role. Um, and I think we'll have to adapt to that next year as well. Okay, Austin. Um, for someone maybe like the like a high school basketball player that might be listening to this, what would um, you say separates a Division One player um, apart from maybe a Division Three player or someone who doesn't end up playing basketball in college? Like, what separates um, or what kind of mentality do you have in the weight room in the you know, during practice or outside of practice, um, conditioning, things like that, that maybe, um, you know, D1 players really know, like, that's when it's time to flip a switch or that's when, um, you know, how, you know, how committed or how dedicated are Division One basketball players all the time, you know, because it is almost like a full-time job. Yeah. Um, just, I think just staying hungry and like in everything you do, whether it's a uh, open gym with no coaches there, um, or uh, just a weight lift by yourself or with people there and just not, not take, I mean, you got to take days off, but in a mindset, no days off, mentality, mm -hmm. stuff like that. I uh, got to win every rep, whether that's a bench press or a sprint, um, conditioning, open gym, a one-on-one -on -one drill, a slide drill, anything like that. Just, um, having that mentality, you can have that mentality at Division two level, Division three level, whatever. Absolutely. But you're not anybody on our team to be anybody in a drill if someone's going to slap it off. There's, it's that thin of a difference between player one to player 16. So you almost have to bring that every rep 
to leave your spot, prove your prove your spot in the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's cool too with Iowa. We've you know teams under Fran. He's always played what you know Fran usually plays quite a few guys. Right. But you know we've always had fairly deep teams. I guess after we had some injuries this year, um, you know that you know, maybe Iowa wasn't as deep as normal. But like you know you got to play. You know, like, you know, when we were at Jefferson, Marcus, we had, like, what, seven, eight guys who could play. And I'm sure, like, yeah, when then, you were playing with yeah. Vernon, you, know, you were never worried about losing your starting spot or, like, you know, losing playing time. And then, you know, at a team, you know, at Iowa, a top 25 team, there's always going to be someone behind you who's... Someone's always trying to, to bump up. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, I mean, you don't see that stuff because there's guys redshirt and trying to prove their spot for next year. And stuff like that. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Thing. I don't think many people understand kind of what goes on in a program. You know, behind the scenes, it's not just the practices and the games. You got, you know, guys are on guys are on different programs for certain things, and 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 I also really don't think people really know how hard it is. Like, I'll give you an example: is when we when I worked that little kids camp last year, and we had to be there. At, I don't know eight eight o'clock, whatever, for the meetings every morning. And you guys would come in a little late, but it doesn't matter because you guys were already working out. You guys already had a workout. Already, already had a lift in. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, yeah. yeah. And school got out probably two weeks, two weeks later and everyone thinks, oh, yeah, vacation, let's chill out. And it's like, no, these guys still left for an hour every day. They still work out every day. You know, it's a grind. I get up early too, but it's just to make sure I get two cups of coffee yeah. before I start my day. <laughs> <laughs> Never been a coffee guy. No. Go to, go to grad school and you'll be one. <laughs> right, I got a question for you guys. What's up? Yes. Yeah. Tristan Wirfs to the Bucks, Mount Vernon. The- oh, I, was, I meant to mention oh. that. That's your guy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Cool. That's I'm I'm surprised he dropped that far, but that's awesome. I was really surprised too. And then once I saw Tampa Bay trade up, to yeah, thirteen. I don't know why they traded one spot up. Maybe who did they trade with? I think uh, San Fran, the Niners, and I think they might have taken him. Yeah. I don't know how all that draft stuff works. I mean, I've seen the movie Draft Day, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. Do they do they threaten to uh, to take that pick? You know, that Maybe. Oh, I don't know. I was actually listening to something, and they said like. So, like, the first th- five picks, I didn't Detroit have number three? Yeah. And then Miami had number four? Miami had five. Giants had five. Were, Giants took an alignment. Someone said – someone. I was thinking that they might have taken Tristan. Right, someone right. from Miami said – asked a reporter, ESPN reporter, if they could, like, tweet something out saying Lions are looking red to get – looking uh, to get rid of pick number three or something. And the reporter goes, why would I do that? And he goes, oh, so maybe we can get that pick or we can have someone else get that pick. So I guess there's a bunch of inside stuff going on that we have no idea what, you know, no idea about. But, yeah, I guess all that stuff is just nuts. It'd be cool sitting in a room and just listening to the Oh, and then all the interviews they go through and then, like, that Wonderlick test that Stanley scored so high on. And you should. Get a chance, I think, eventually. Play good draft about the Vikings. I'm a huge, huge fan of the Wonderlick scores, Marcus and Austin. I <laughs> well, hold on, Austin. Do you know what that is? What do you know what the Wonderlick test is? Is it some type of personality or football? It's like an intelligence test almost. Yeah. 
So he scored really high on that, didn't he? Who did? Kobe Bryant. Something. Maybe. So they they give it to like all the NBA or the NFL draft like people at the combine, and usually it's just for quarterbacks, you know, to see if they can like read and write and stuff like that. But I just love looking at the scores. I think if you look at the score interpretations, apparently 10, 10 is considered literate. So like you can read and 14, I think is the average like janitor, like a janitor would get a 14. And, uh, Every year you'll get NFL guys who get like nine or like. Oh, eight. it's crazy, dude! Mark's clocking about ten and a half. Oh, give me, give me the janitor score. Give me Mark's four. Mark's get a two. It got a thirteen this year, which was they were kind of concerned with, but I don't know if there's a big correlation between. I feel like that's kind of um, humiliating. They post. They shouldn't. They should make those public. I don't know. That's why I love it. Yeah. <laughs> they said last year Ky- Kyler Murray had the lowest. Of okay. all the prospects. And then there's a few. Dalvin Cook had an 11. That's not surprising. Leonard Fournette, yeah. 11. I jo- can't worry about those guys, though. They're just, they're just running. Yeah, exactly. They're... Just give me the ball, coach. <laughs> Lower the better. Be yeah, exactly. But, uh, Trist, I have, I'm part of the Tristan on Snapchat. Yeah. He uh, posted an Instagram DM that he got from uh, Tom Brady. That's pretty cool. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Imagine that. I mean, you're going from. I mean, protecting Nate Stanley and then and protecting one of my good buddies, Drew Adams, just kind of crazy the, the stepping stone that is to go. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. As much, as much as I don't like Tom Brady, I mean, to, I mean, he's one of the few guys. I think he's the category is Kobe, Michael Jordan, Tiger. Oh, definitely, without a doubt. Like it's crazy. Well, it was not. It was cool because uh, the quote Tristan had right when he got drafted. He goes, "Well, Brady entered the league in '99 or something like that, and he was." Was he born in – he wasn't born in 2000, but it was something along that. Either – no, he was born in 99, and Brady started in 2000. He goes, yeah, now I'm blocking for him. Yeah, got to, got to protect him. So did you go to – you went – were you guys in the same grade? Yeah. Okay. Did he play basketball? He was a wrestler. Oh, yeah. duh. I'm so stupid. Me and Coach Tim, we really recruited him hard. I mean, he, he would have – Pushed us over the hump to make it to state. I think. I mean, he's that would have been. Heat. He can catch alley oops like you wouldn't believe. I mean, we played freshman year. We played a little just a pickup game at Carver with like AJ Espinosa and those guys. And you wouldn't believe how good a basketball players they are. Oh, I just I. I thank the Lord that they're not allowed to play intramurals. Those <laughs> colleges they let them. Uh, Clemson. I saw that. Did yeah. you see the clips from Clemson last year? They let Lawrence yeah. play. Yeah. If I went, that'd be pretty tough. Geno's yeah. very good too. Oh yeah, a high Division two player for sure. He played well. Wow. At jumper. Mm-hmm. Stanley, I think, was the leading scorer of his high school. Was so, he? I got a funny story about that. So, like, I played baseball with up in Rochester. He was Stanley's backup quarterback in high oh, school. And when I was, dude, he would just trash Stanley and say, oh, I'm better than Nate Stanley. I'm so, you know, like, oh, politics, man. It's like, dude, no, it's not politics. He's substantially better than you. You are not good. But, yeah, I was just crazy. But, yeah, I mean, he, he gets to kind of stay close to home, I guess. I don't know how far that away that is from. Really close, I think. Yeah, his hometown. But that's pretty cool for him. <laughs> so, yeah. Austin, what's your – What's your best round of golf so far this year? Um, I think it's 
three at Brown Deer, and I shot two seven on the back. Ooh, nice. Bird turned it around. The yeah, there's some birdies out there on the back. Yeah, no, for sure. Six, 16, I did. I like forty footer for birdie. I think it probably went off the green, but I hit the pin. Sixteen's a tough hole. <laughs> hey, that's, a, that's a good hole on the back. And seventeen, we were playing a game called birdie ball. Have you heard of it? So it sounds familiar. A birdie flips. The, let's say if I was with Marcus and I had a four and he had a five, we'd have 45. Okay. So birdie, the five would go in front of the four. That's low, low score wins. So we were down like 40 points. And uh, on 17, I lipped out from like on that par three from like 20 feet. And 18 made a birdie. Got the, got the W. So that's pretty nice. Sweet. There you go. We'll have to get out here soon. Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm, I like to miss the time to dial it in and get really good. So. Yeah, exactly. And then you can all come kick your ass in Central City. You got to come to the home course, man. Yeah, you got to do some type of discount there. Oh, don't worry about it. We'll just walk on. It's no problem. <laughs> it's no problem. All right, Austin. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate your time. Yeah. yeah. Tell Carrie hello. Yeah. It's a shame we couldn't see Carrie. That's a shame. We'll have to get him on here sometime. Oh, don't worry. We'll get him on. That'll be a great time. No one else will get a talk. Yeah. <laughs> you won't be able to hear anybody else. It'll sound like screaming. He'd be asking if we could hear him. He'd be at it. He'd be all joke. Oh, you should. I'll tell you this. And I've told. I told you that. Uh, so I'll just tell a story here. I went with Austin's parents and uh, Sam Elgin to Indianapolis for the Big Ten tournament. We left at five a.m. and this was peak like coronavirus shutting everything down. Um, Left at five in the morning and we're all, we're all in the car at like five 15 and we're about to leave. And we're like, are you sure we should go? And like, yeah, might, might as well. Let's do it. Gets canceled as we're about 10 minutes away from Indianapolis. And if I, if you ever want to be with one person when they're, I don't know, I wouldn't call it mad, just frazzled. It's Carrie yeah. Ash. It was hilarious. Yeah, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And then he goes, he goes, I can't believe I spent my day going to Indianapolis for lunch. He texted me probably at 1 a.m. saying, uh, we're officially going to go. Let us know if you hear anything by 6 a.m., whatever. I mean, we we had our team breakfast, team meeting, and everything. I actually fell asleep, and we wake up to, like, 6 tech from Kyle Denning, our grad assistant, saying, come down immediately. This was, like, the second time this happens. And then Gary Barter standing in front of us, just like, this, this isn't good. That's crazy. Well, it's crazy that they were – the teams were on the floor 10 minutes yeah. before oh, game time. Not, don't put them on the – that's bad. Like, even if they can't, they should let them play that game. Yeah. The family was in the arena. The, well, when we, when we were eating lunch the, with the Big East, they fed, they played one and finished that one out. But I thought they stopped one at halftime of one conference, didn't they? Yeah. It's, yeah. It, was, it was a crazy day, dude. It was a crazy – well, and that was also the day after – Hoiberg almost collapsed on the bench. I yeah. thought they were going to call it. If they were going to call it, it should have been right after that where Hoiberg was just yeah. limping off the floor. But for a couple of days for sure. Yeah, that was tough, man. But well, now, now look where we're at. We can't go outside. Yeah. They, they actually um, – Coach McCaffrey was talking to us after everything was canceled, and he said five of the officials that were going to ref the Big Ten tournament. Mm-hmm. Tested positive. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. So, I mean, this thing, it, it could have got out of hand quickly. Uh, it's a great decision. But... Bull Borowski probably had it. 
Kelly Pfeiffer. The mean guys at the Big Ten. They were showing uh, Minnesota versus Iowa at Minnesota uh, replay on Big Ten, so my dad was watching that before I came in here. Nice. He only watches the games. He knows we're going to win. That's what my dad does, too. He records them. He'll record them, and then he'll go back later. If we, if Iowa went to watch it, if, the, if you guys lose, he doesn't watch it. That's the same way. Oh, jeez. All right, anything else before we – Dispersed. Uh, good practice story. I was trying to think. I mean, oh, I right. they're, they're uh, pretty mellow to what you would think. I mean, sometimes uh, I'm on the scout team, so I'll be the other team's best player. Um, I think it was shoot, my freshman year, we played Pittsburgh, and I had two really good shooters, and that was when CJ was redshirting. I think we put up 10 or 11 threes. So that was, that was uh, pretty good. I was going to say, is there ever a time where you guys just, the scout team just tears up the first team? And No, it does happen. It's it, We're playing with. I was gonna say, I bet, I bet those. Sorry to interrupt, but those, I bet those five on fives. I mean, it's pretty balanced for the most part, well, isn't it? I mean, obviously, Luke is really hard to stop. So, yeah, uh, yeah, but they they beat us majority of the time and pound us. But sometimes we'll, we'll get hot, hit some threes. Um, so it's always a fun time playing with no pressure and stuff like that. Yeah, there you go, there you go. Well, we'll, we'll get a. We'll, you'll be our recurring guest, and you'll you'll have to give us a good practice story for next time. Yeah, sounds good. We gotta, you got to get the uh, chumps in here. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe I don't know. You're, you're going to have to convince him. Maybe we can all go together, but he he's giving me every excuse in the book right now. So I was uh, golfing with Spencer, and um, he was telling me Connor's a big poker player. So he might have some card stories. From there. there we go. Oh, yeah, and then you two, you two will get after it with the cards. Yep, for sure, for sure. All right, Austin, appreciate you having you on. Thanks yep, for coming on. Take it easy. Yeah. Keep keep get keep getting in shape and uh, finding stuff to do. Tell Carrie and yeah. Jean hello, Emily hello, all those guys. Stay healthy. Yep. See you, buddy.